24-7 the podcast. It's your girl Sparkle. We got your girl Casey in the building. What's up? And we got a guest today, y'all. Courtney What's up? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> we are so excited, y'all, because we are in season three. We told y'all before, and we are always excited to have new conversations. Yes. To just kind of spark, you know, just different thoughts and different perspectives, give some practical applications, all of that. And today we are talking about single moms, dating, and parenting. So let's dive right in. We're talking to Courtney setting the day, y'all. Let's do it. Yes, let's go. So um, Courtney, uh, our first question that we have for you, what is it like being a single mom and a new single mom at that? Tell us about that. Uh, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so this is... This is my first child, obviously, being a new mom, but also I had my son two days before COVID and pandemic happening. And so in the midst of even just giving birth, like going into the hospital, there was a lot of like rules and regulations around what you could do when you were coming in. And then towards the end of even my hospital stay, they kind of shut down all the visitors and stuff. So like it's been it's been an experience. I don't have anything to compare it to, obviously, but it has been a lot in a good way like there are days when it's overwhelming and nuts and I'm like what did I get myself into and then there's other days and I'm like oh my gosh my son's great maybe I could have another one and then he does something else two minutes later and I'm like never mind I'm good this is great he's great we'll just stick to where we are right now (laughs) I think we've all had that experience I was recently telling somebody that I remember holding Layla she's my first she's 11 and it was one point she was in a room, I was in, it was dark and I was holding her. She was crying and I just started crying with her like, what is going on? Oh my God. It's just a flood of emotions. So parenting is definitely hard. It's a different worldview that we really can't prepare ourselves for, you know? So just again, thank you for being here and congratulations to you. How old is the baby? He is 16 months today, actually, uh, 16 Yay. months as of today, officially. So we, we've been together. Actually, I just came back from my first weekend break without him, but he's been with Ooh. me 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the last 15 months. And I was so glad to get away. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it'd be like that him. sometimes, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I love him and he's amazing, but I was like, oh, we need a break. Yes. I can imagine, though, well, you know what, I, I shouldn't say that. I cannot imagine, you know, with the pandemic, having the the whole hospital experience where you don't have, you don't have the option to have people in the room like you used to and things like that. That is just kind of, man, especially as a new mom, I can imagine that would have been a big ordeal and just, well, I mean, but like you say, you didn't have anything to compare it to, but what would you have wanted to happen? What did you want that experience to be versus what the experience was you had? Talk just a little bit about that. Um, I think the experience honestly did go as as much as I could have wanted it to happen. I ended up having to have a C-section and I wasn't ever planning to have a C-section. Like I wanted to do it natural. I wanted my mom to be in the room that was out the window. My baby was breached. I was like, we're not going to turn him. So we'll just 
schedule the C-section, but his dad got to be there. And so that was nice. And it was like a very calm atmosphere. I even think throughout my pregnancy, like everything around me was always pretty calm. My pregnancy year was nuts. I moved in the beginning of being pregnant. Like I was in a whole new city, whole new job, but everything kind of throughout the full time was really, really calm. And I think the, the pandemic, like starting in some ways, and then even giving birth, it still, I, I was able to maintain a level of like peace and calmness around me. So it wasn't stressful at all. We were in the, in the delivery room laughing and joking. And then they come around the curtain with a baby and we was like, Oh, Oh, we're done. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm happy that worked out then seriously. So you were just saying about this is your first time away from the baby. Um, how I wanted to ask, how do you find time for yourself then? And did you feel guilty or do you ever feel guilty? You know, if you do take those moments for yourself, let's talk about that. This was my first time being away. Um, and I did not feel guilty while I was away. I will be very, very honest about that. I have mom guilt at home. I have mom guilt about his dad not being like in the house with us. I have mom guilt about working and not being able to do all the like social media things that you see about reading books and playing and all the all the stuff that you're supposed to do as a mom. Like I don't have the time to do all that all the time. And so I always feel guilt about things like that. But like I knew going into this break of a weekend that I had that I needed it. Like I was I was done I was burnt out I'm like I don't have it more to do <laughs> I could get him dressed and feed him at this point and then I don't know we're not doing any activities because I just don't have it in me so it was nice to be able to kind of take a break take a step away and and recharge and refresh and be excited to come in and see my baby this afternoon like yay let's go play and he cares nothing about me he's off <laughs> doing his own thing but <laughs> I was excited to see him and I <laughs> I haven't felt that way in a couple of weeks now. I've been like, oh, God, I got to feed him. Oh, gosh, I got to right. change his diaper. Oh, gosh, <laughs> he's doing something again. Go get him. So, I'm, I'm excited to be home to chase him around now. Good. Like, we all need that. Seriously, you do. Because, you know, yes. working moms, man, you're busy. You you have the guilt about a lot of things. It's just, it's just tough sometimes. But, you know, hey, it, it is what it is. And you have to do what you got to do and make it work for you. What challenges uh, have you faced, you know, being a single mom? Um, I think what's been the hardest for me was like the grief process of mm. I was pregnant in a relationship and I was I had this expectation of what that was going to be like when our child was here. And that didn't work out the way that I was planning for it to and having to navigate what it was going to look like in reality because the relationship wasn't working. And like we still have to have a relationship for the sake of our child right and so like I might have whatever feelings I have he might have whatever feelings he has but we still have this baby and and we broke up pretty early into my son's life so like how do you navigate trying to make this person feel included and we're not in the same state so there's like a a distance factor to it and then the moments when you're like I'm exhausted and I need a break yeah. and I don't necessarily have my my partner here to to take some of the load like I'm carrying all of that and so that has been the biggest challenge I, I think we've been able to find our our balance and our footing um in our own unique situation so like he he knows his dad knows like 
if he calls one day and I give him the look, he's like, okay, what can <laughs> I do for you? What do you need from me? And I can be like, I don't need anything from you. I need five minutes. We'll call you back later. Or he's just like, <laughs> uh, do you need me to send anything? Like, how can I help you? How can I, how can I be there without, you know, I, I can't get in the car and be here in five minutes. So like, what can I do? And so I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that our relationship as it stands is is a positive one and it's a, a supportive one. And so if I need to call him and vent or if I need to send him the very long novel text message about all the things that I'm sick of, he's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's receptive. He's like, I get it. I understand. Like, let's talk. What can I do? How can we change? Whatever. So um, that, that's been nice. Like, I, the, the challenge is really that I, I, I'm readjusting to what I was expecting. And what has been nice about the challenge is that my support system has been very flexible and letting me kind of find my footing and then just being here for whatever it is that comes out of the motions of the day. <laughs> yeah. One thing you said that I kind of caught on to was you said partner, that even though, you know, we're not together, you mentioned partner. A lot of parents, they, you know, think that when we're split, that's just it. And you're still partners for the rest of your life, because no matter where you are or what state you both are in, you're both still responsible. So when you said partner and just having that partnership, even though I'm here, it's still both of our responsibility. So I like that you said that. But what I do want to ask you for right now, like, are you dating now? And if not, what are your plans for, you know, for dating, you know, in the near future? I, I realize that no one will be able to see me. I'm shaking my head. Absolutely not. I'm not dating now. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I, so it takes me a long time to get into a relationship. Like I, I need to feel some level of connection with the person before I'm interested in even being like vulnerable in that sort of space. And so right. I, I realized for myself pretty early on, that like I needed some time to just get my footing here, figure out who Courtney is now. Like, cause I was one person pre baby. And now here I go with having this baby and having to figure out who I am and what's important to me and how I split my time between yeah. being able to be the person that I was and being a mother now. And so I'm not, I'm not ready to date, but I'm, I will date. Like it will come. <laughs> <laughs> and I have no idea how it will come. Like, I, I don't even know where you meet people. I don't know. I, am I supposed to go on, like, an app? I have no idea. I'm not ready. Like, there's days when I'm like, I'm going to go get me a boyfriend. And then there's other days when I'm like, uh, yeah, no, no. Right. <laughs> I'm going to go get me a boyfriend. I'm going to bring y'all something back. <laughs> <laughs> so when you do start the date, what does that process look like for you? Because like you said, now it's different. You have a baby. So what does that process look like for you when you do start to date again? I think my vetting process will be much longer than it already was. <laughs> but because I'm protective of myself, but now it's not just me. There's this other person in my life. And in, in reality, there's two other people in my life, right? Because yes. his dad comes with the package. Like, I'm not icing his dad out because I have a new boyfriend. That's still his father. And so um, I'm protective of that situation. And so we might get along great and vibe or whatever, but, like, are you going to be able to be secure enough to handle the fact that I get along with his dad? 
we really don't argue. Like, I get along with his dad really well. We laugh and joke and have great conversation. Like, I want his father to be an active part of his life, which might mean that we're going to go on vacation with his dad so that they can have that experience together, too. And are you going to be able to handle that? Are you going to be able to be accepting of it? And so um, I think that will be a big part of, like, finding someone and being able to make a connection on my own, but then also navigating how that person handles all that is my life. That is so mature. Yes, see, I was thinking the same thing. I was just going to say the same thing. Like, that's amazing, man. The way you articulated it, it was like, you know, so a lot of young women cannot do that because they're so caught up in their own emotions, their yes. own feelings, their own just chaos that they cannot even, you know, verbalize, man, what, how they foresee things in their life, what they're really feeling. Like, they can't. And that was super mature, super dope, the fact that you want... You want to protect your yourself, the child, and the the whole ordeal. Like I love that man. That's a good look. Hey, they're non-negotiable. <laughs> I, I just feel like they're non-negotiable for me. Like, regardless of where our relationship stands between his dad and I, like that's still his father. And so, to me, it, it's a part of the package. Like, you, if his dad is dating somebody, you're gonna have to deal with the fact that I'm there too because we have this child together. So, like it's a part of the package and either you're going to accept the whole package or you're not accepting anything because they're not negotiable for me. Exactly. Like wouldn't life be so great though, if relationships holds breakup with kids, I mean, are just this healthy. I mean, think about the kid. It would be, this would be dope if parents thought this way. One, like you said, it's a partnership Two, anybody I date has to understand it's not two of us, it's three of us because we get along so well. And a lot of people aren't mature enough when they see you talking to dad or talking to mom. Like, what y'all laughing for? Yeah. <laughs> y'all broke up. You're not supposed to be friends. <laughs> you're, you're supposed to be happy. Why not? This is my child's father. It should be a healthy dynamic all the way around. We don't have to hate each other because we are not together. Just look at what that's going to do for the child and when they go on to have healthy relationships. Exactly, man. And I like the fact that you said about, you know, those are non-negotiables. I think that is part of the deal, too, where sometimes when you when you are in this situation, people start to compromise on the things that they claim were their non-negotiables. And when you do that, boom, now you're going deeper into the unhappiness and the drama and all the whatever. But you made that decision by choice to not stand firm on the things that you said you were not going to compromise on and that they were non-negotiable. So then you pick this partner, oh, I'm going to do it just because I want to, you know, make them happy or I want to make it work and all that. No, but then when it's rocky and it's effed up, now you're like, man, why did I do that? You know what I'm saying? So I love the fact that you said, no, this is non-negotiable, man. And as long as you stand firm on that, honestly, you will be able to pick a partner that is solid and, and, and that is where you want them to be based on, hey, I'm honest, I put it out here, here's what it is. If you are willing to accept it and you can be 100 about it, this is what we're gonna, this is how we're gonna move forward. You know, good luck, seriously. Clapping noise again. I know, right? We need that. <laughs> As you were talking, I was like, just come on with it. <laughs> wow, no, seriously. But so, okay, now talking about that, at, at what point, when you do begin to date and all of that good stuff, like at what point, Will you introduce the child to the dating, the potential dating partner or the person you do say, okay, hey, this is it. How how will you do that? What would that look like? And at what what point will you do that? 
I'm not sure that I have a plan for it. I think it'll be something that I feel like because I, I'm a feeler, right? I'm an energy person. So for me, the energy will appear when it's, when it's that time. Um, and I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm very protective of myself. I'm very protective of like my family. So I don't even usually bring people if I, when I was dating, like he wasn't coming home to meet my parents right away. Right. So like, <laughs> right. you also not going to come home to meet my baby right away. It might take me a while, but when I'm, when I'm there and I feel it, then I'm like, okay, well, let's figure out how we want to introduce this situation. I do know the one thing that I have thought through and I've even talked to his dad about is like, how do you feel about this? Like when, when the time comes, do you want to meet that person ahead of time? Or do you feel like y'all should have a conversation beforehand? And he's like, nah, I trust you. Like do your thing. And I'm like, okay, but I wouldn't, I want to account for your feelings in the situation too, because that's also introducing someone else into our parenting situation. So um, I, I think it'll just, when it happens, it'll happen kind of naturally and, and it'll feel right. And I'll know it. It won't be something that like I can say in six months, if you're not on track and you're not going to meet my kid, <laughs> it could be six months. It could be a year. It could be like three months. I, I don't know. I can't say that I would know. One thing that I, as Sparkle about, you know, the process, which made me think, oh, that's really good, about how do you introduce your child? And Sparkle said that she never told Jay that I'm going out with my boyfriend, and I'm just going out with Jermaine. So for one, that kid, man, oh, there's it's no pressure there. It's not, oh, there's another dad, or oh, that's how long this person's going to be around. It's kind of like, I'm just going to hang out. I'm going out with my friend. So that's probably somebody you knew for a while. You're just going to go have fun. Exactly. There's no expectations on the kid there. So if there's that release, it's all good. Yeah. And I'm funny about titles anyway. Um, <laughs> Sparkle knows this about me. I have commitment <laughs> challenges. And so, like, I, I'm good without ever using a, a title. I'll, I'll call you by your name. <laughs> I don't know that it'll be like, oh, yes, this is my boyfriend. It'll be like, this is so-and-so, and we're cool. Exactly, and that's easy. That's easy for real. <laughs> then, then, then we don't got nothing else. Hey, this is whoever. That's it. <laughs> yes. Good. This is so good, y'all. Good conversation. We are going to now talk about these practical applications, y'all, because we didn't heard so much good stuff from Courtney, from Casey. Man, we have just had a good conversation about single moms dating and parenting, and now we want to let's like pull out some gems that we can give you guys and we can talk to you um, about. You could take away. So, Courtney, let's just ask you first: What advice do you have for newly single moms? I would say just knowing yourself and and being confident in knowing yourself and know when you need help be comfortable to ask for it uh rely on your support system my support system is amazing like I don't know I would have been crying in a corner somewhere for the last 16 months if it wasn't for my support system and so being able to lean on them and and just being true to who I am and I, like you can read all the all the books and all the blogs and watch all the YouTubes and everything and you'll never meet like those standards. So just be who you are and, and do your thing. They'll I be totally okay. The agree. kids will be okay. Yeah. Yep. I totally agree. Casey, what do you have? What what kind of advice do you have? Even though we know you're not a single mom, happily married of, of three. <laughs> so but still, you know, tell us what what you might have some advice. There was one thing that 
that Courtney said, Courtney, gotta have you on again. You dropping some gems. <laughs> just one thing that Courtney said, and I think that's, you know, having your people. Because when she said that she didn't cry in corners, I'm like, I've been crying in some corners. You know, <laughs> because, <laughs> and, you know, because of our lifestyle, we're not always where our family is. So be okay with asking for help if you don't have that built-in help. I didn't have a built-in support system around me. So I suffered in silence a lot. I could have spoken up a little more, could have reached out to friends a little more. But as a new parent, I felt that it was something I was supposed to do by myself. So definitely be okay with saying, I need a break. I need a break. Whether that baby is two months old, whatever the case may be, five months old, I need a break. And be okay with that. And don't think you're a bad parent because of that. You got to take care of you too. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Uh, well, I, I don't. I agree with everything y'all said. I don't really have much to add, but I will say, you know, I'm a big advocate for self-care. And even though you're a new mom and you might be single and all of these things, um, I will always say you have to take care of yourself first and foremost, because you cannot give the, your, your child the energy and the effort and the love that they need and require from you 24 seven, if yes. you're all the way burnt out. And if that means like you, like both ladies said, you have to be able to ask for the help, ask for the breakaway, ask for those moments because you have to refresh and rejuvenate. And I'm super happy Courtney got a moment to step away this weekend, do the girls <laughs> thing, have fun, let loose, let your hair down and refresh because man, kids require your attention and they require so much work and love and just energy. And that's, you you know, it's, you, you have to do it every day, all day. So you have to take care of yourself in order to be able to give that. Um, look, trust your intuition, man. That's another thing, major. Like Courtney was saying, she big on the energies. You got to protect yourself, protect your child or children. So trust your intuition and don't, don't, don't move uh, uh, on the side of that. Like push that aside just because you want to have something you want, you want to be happy for the moment or you want to be whatever. Trust yourself and then to listen to yourself and those, those gut feelings that, Hey, this is good. This is not good. This is whatever. Trust your intuition, man. Um, another thing, like, you know, we were discussing earlier, you got to listen to your kids about this potential yes. dating partner, right? Listen to the, the, what, what they're saying, read the vibes that they're giving and showing when you introduce this new person to them potentially, right? Your, your potential dating partner. Um, the kids will tell you if this is a good fit, honestly, like I will tell you, I've experienced that with a prior <laughs> person and then my guy now, my son was so unhappy when I dated this other guy. He was super unhappy. He was, she was drawn in. He was very shy. He didn't want to really be around us when we were together. And I wasn't paying attention to the signs, but those signs and those vibes that my kid was given was, hey, this dude ain't right. This is not, I'm not feeling this. I'm not happy in this situation. I'm not. And when I finally got out of that situation, man, my son blossomed. He opened up and became a whole new kid that I clearly was missing out on for the times I dated this person, you know? But when I got with my guy now, it was like, man, he was bubbly. He was happy. Like, hey, I like this dude. What's up? Let's hang. Let's do this. Like, you know, let's play <laughs> together. Like, it was just a vibe that I saw and I was able to read that, okay, hey, this guy, he, he, my son is feeling him. There, there's good energy there. This might can work out, you know? So you have to listen to the kids, man, and, and read those vibes and those signs. Um, I love what Courtney was saying about, you know, talking to the, your, your, your son's father or your children's father about the expectations of this, 
how this dating is going to go. What does that look like? You know, we're introducing this other person or whatever the case may be. You might have to have those conversations um, to discuss the expectation because there is a child involved and there are two parents. So you have to, hey, let's talk about we're bringing somebody else in the picture now that our child is going to have to deal with as well as we may have to potentially deal with as adults in this situation. So you have to talk about that, right? And the biggest thing we have talked about as well, find your tribe, y'all. Don't be afraid to ask for help. You do not have to do any of this parenting thing, any of this single mom thing. You don't have to do it by yourself. Find your your tribe, get your support system and utilize them. Ask for help and don't even be feel guilty. Don't feel afraid. If you need it, you need it. If your family and friends are willing to give it, take those moments, man. Super important, Please. super key, like definitely. Courtney, any last words for us? No, I think you wrapped it all up good. I will say I did learn from you. And I, I think you talked about this in one of the other episodes about self-care and taking care of you first. And I, I learned that from you because I'm like, I can't do that. Me and my son take breaks. She has to go in the crib for a few minutes so I can get a minute to just regroup right. and then come back. <laughs> Look, I'm learning from Sparkle. The Sparkle will dip. <laughs> you gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. I'm so happy, ladies, that you guys were part of this conversation today, and I'm happy that people can hear it. We love y'all, Courtney. Thank you for joining thank us. You, oh my God, Coach thank Casey, thank you for having me. Yes, go follow Coach Casey, y'all. Get those coaching tips. Get that counseling. All that good stuff. Follow Living in Love 24/7. We love y'all, and until next time, peace.